views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Again, and for those of you that have been listening, welcome back. Yeah, we do live in a cool world of technology. And what I love about it is that we get to grow and develop now in ways that I don't think any of us uh, thought would be possible. And the reason that that is, is that we are now accessing and have at our fingertips reams and reams and reams of information But how do we decide what information we want? What action are we going to take? And more importantly, how do we look at what's going on within us that we can see and know and that which is in us that we cannot? Today, I'm so thrilled that we're going to be talking about a manual for developing humans with Dr. PMH Atwater joining me here today. So why is this important? Why is it that we want to know, we want to learn how to develop? And what is it that we can learn from this? Now, if, if you look at Dr. Atwater, one of the things you're going to know is, you know, being a researcher, and she and I are researchers, we research different things, but being a researcher and discovering things are fascinating because what happens with that, and you look at what we call findings, something happens that validates perhaps an experience that we've had, which nobody else will understand or even believe. But today we're talking about of this understanding of development as humans that is based in research, but more importantly, based on a lifelong body of work that Dr. Atwater has done. She's an international authority on near-death states, but more importantly, what can that do to illuminate, illuminate the experiences we have in life the near-death research that talks about life and much more. Dr. Atwater, it's super great to have you here. Oh, it's super great to be there. You know, Seattle is one of my, um, one of yeah. my most very favorite cities. 
Well, you know, it's interesting. I didn't grow up here and I was drawn here. And what I love, what I discovered about Seattle is, you know, I've lived different places, went to school in California, lived in Seattle, grew up on the East Coast, New York, New Jersey. And what I've really looked back on is my experience of what that place brought out in me. But my question to you today is in your manual for developing humans, that's us. What have you discovered is the most, uh, what I want to say, mysterious aspect about human behavior? (laughs) And what we are. Because we don't look at it. Dr. Pat, we don't even see it. We don't even recognize it. I mean, who teaches us in life anything about being a human being? Nobody. You know, you learn to talk, you learn to write, you learn to go to school and get a job, and and you learn all these incredible things, but you never, ever learn how to be the human that you already are. You never see that. You never look at it. And that's what the manual is. It, it contains all the basics to be the full human being you were born to be. Here's what I want to talk about and what I love about this is that you're absolutely right. You know, my mom used to say something like, yeah, honey, you're going through the school of hard knocks. And I used to think to myself, well, wait a minute. Is that the only school there is? I mean, am I going to get (laughs) stuck in the school of hard knocks or is there like another school? What do you think? Uh, You know, um, I was always this really curious kid. Um, Nobody could raise me because I always wanted to know why and what. So you would find me in all kinds of places. You know, I would walk away, and I, I would I would go exploring, and I, I would want to see what's under the rock and what's behind the building, and, and you know, where does this alley go? And you know, I was fortunate because I'm a cop's kid. I was raised in a police station, so I had lots of places and lots of doors where I could uh, snoop and look around and listen and and observe, and that j- just opened all kinds of doors to me. Well, I love this, too, because I was a curious kid, too. I like what you said, that they couldn't raise you. No, yeah, nobody I, could. I love that. <laughs> well, well, what do you think it is? I mean, you know, I'm doing something as a profession, A, that I never thought I'd be doing, but B, when you say that, it kind of makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes perfect sense. I was the kid that would always go to places that that I wasn't allowed to go. Let's just say that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wanted I wanted to explore. Uh-huh. What it, what yeah, you, you and I discovered? have a lot in common. <laughs> I know. Think about it. But, you know, I, I mean, I lived in the Bronx, so I was down at the end of the street in the, in the uh, you know, the lot down there. Do we all have this? Do we all have, let me explain what the, this is. Do we all have that curious nature to discover more than what we can visibly see in a moment? Certainly as children. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times that's uh, beaten out of us or are um, 
uh, we learn not to go there. But um, initially, we want to know who we are. We know we want to know what sex is. All, all babies um, begin to recognize sex at the at the age of one. We're curious. Okay, what are our what are our body parts? What's mom and dad? What's talking? What's listening? Um, you know, what's tromping around and making a lot of racket? racket. We we mm-hmm. we want to know all these things. So mm-hmm. you know, we're born curious. Most of us are. We want to know, and and it's it you know uh, we what's the word? Uh, find all kinds of shut doors, mm-hmm. all kinds of no nos. You can't do this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we just turn away and learn only what we are told to learn, rather than seeing and recognizing who we are, what we are. We miss it entirely. Yeah. You know, I I think that there are a couple of things that I'm really struck by in speaking with you. One, when we come back from break, I want to talk with you and share with you, you know, your near-death experiences. And, you know, this is a fascinating term because I'm a little, I'm a little oddball when it comes to this term. When people say near-death, I think we kind of forget what happens to a person. So we don't even entertain that somebody may actually die and come back, but we call it near death. When we come back from break, I want to talk with you about those experiences you had, and you've had several of them. So had you become more illuminated after? Have you become more aware? And have you been able to look towards the future and hone in on what our pop culture might be telling us in the way of movies? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong for the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease we are not going to let you down we're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio the message will continue the conversations will become stronger and the healing epic hi there my name is Audrey Michelle host of Rewired Life Radio and a spiritual growth coach I talk about this all the time on my show, listening to your body and acting on intuition. What do these things even mean? Here's the thing. About 10 years ago, I figured out I was doing it all wrong. I mean, I wasn't unhappy, but was I really happy? 
And then life sent me a spiritual smackdown, like it does, because I wasn't listening to my best resource, my body and my intuition. I was living from a place of fear. I was stressed and I was in pain, and I seemed to be happily unhappy. Mostly, I just didn't know what I didn't know. And what I didn't know was that my body and my intuition had all the tools I needed to live life as my best self. I'm sharing the tools I have learned over the last 10 years of my healing journey in my online class, Soul Awakening, beginning September 19th. Learn more. Go to AudreyMichelle.com slash awaken. That's AudreyMichelle spelled M-I-C-H-E-L dot com slash awaken. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit SpiritFireRetreatCenter.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat, and I am here today with Mr. Benny, of course. And we have a very special guest joining us here today. Um, I mentioned earlier that we have a copy of the book to give away, a manual for developing humans with Dr. Atwater. And uh, before we talk about near-death experiences, uh, Dr. Atwater, I know um, you have a number of things that you're doing. You travel, you belong to certain groups, you carry this message around. How can people find out more about you? And tell us a little bit about your upcoming journey uh, to Seattle. Okay, certainly on my website, www.pmhatwater.com. It's all one word, um, you know, small letters, pmhatwater.com. When you get on the home page, if you have gone through an intense transformation of consciousness, something like um, uh, a Kundalini breakthrough, a vision quest, those type of life-altering events, or a near-death experience, right away on the home page, get into NDE after effects, because it's the after effects that um, tend to bother people, confuse people, they need a little help. I call it first aid. So get into the NDE after effects. That's where you get your first aid. Please also get into the marketplace. I run that as a free service to anyone who's gone through something like this. They can talk about um, their service, their products, whatever, you know, whatever they're doing. And in the marketplace, under services, look for Seattle Friends of IANS or Seattle IANS. That's I-A-N-D-S. 
that the International Association of Near-Death Studies, Seattle Ions, they're bringing me into Seattle November 9. Um, so look for how to get a hold of them to mm-hmm. find out where it's going to be held and what time. Perfect. Um, so you've had several near-death experiences. And I was telling you during the break, I didn't understand why we call them near death. And the reason I didn't understand is because I have in my brain the idea of how it all works, but never had one myself. Um, I would love to hear from you what happened to you because it superly explains why this is your body of work. Tell us a little bit about what a near-death experience is and what the heck happened to you. Well, you know, Raymond Moody is the one who named the phenomenon. Yeah. The phenomenon ha- has been known since the 1500s that we have records of, that yep. we have researchers researching this throughout the world. Now we know that it includes not just people who were clinically dead, but people who were close to death, who mm-hmm. had maybe a fear death, or maybe someone who's gone through a very intense transformation of consciousness. And mm-hmm. I say this because all of these groups will manifest either the same or nearly the same after effects. Uh, I'm talking physical after effects. I'm talking psychological after after effects. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that makes a huge, huge difference. It's the after effects that validate the experience, not the other way around. Wow. Um, and I, you know, I had three in three months. <laughs> mm. I, I look back at it, Dr. Pat, and I call it the heavenly sledgehammer effect. Wow. <laughs> um, and from that, well, basically in, in my third one, they were all important to me, but the third one, um, that's when a voice spoke to me. I call it a voice like none other. And this particular voice, powerful, powerful voice, um, told me to be a researcher. Um, uh, And also said that I was to write three specific books. Now, book number one was not named, so I have no way of knowing what book that was. Might have been Coming Back to Life. You can still get that on Amazon.com. But I have mm-hmm. no way to know for sure. The second book, though, was named, and that's Future Memory. That's the companion piece to the manual. Future Memory, every sentence, every paragraph, every page in that book is part of the math I use to create the labyrinth. The book is a labyrinth. It's not a book. So you read through the book like you would walk through a site labyrinth. The purpose of this format is to bring your consciousness up to the next highest level possible for you. So we're talking something very physical here that um, that um, has a very uh, physical impact on your mind, your consciousness, your life. Um, I consider future memory to be the what's and why's of living of, of creation. Um, but the third one, a manual for developing humans, is the one uh, we're talking about now. 
And uh, that is to, um, I was shown how uh, to uh, include all the basics of, of being a full human being, all that you were meant to be, born to be, in this manual. So it also has a very unusual format. It's not linear. It's circular and curving. Um, It has six sections. Each section is divided into three parts that examines that from the conscious, subconscious, and superconscious level, or intellect, intuition, and knowing. So you you get the full aspect all at once. It's the idea of a fifth dimensional format, you know, in the fifth dimension, all is revealed intention rules. So that's what this is about. And it's, um, you know, hey, what it's really about. In in ancient times, uh, really not all that long ago, H-U-H-U was the sound and tone of God. People knew that human meant God-man. Yeah. So that if you are fully all that you were meant to be, all that you were born to be, then guess what? You're a god in the making. I love that you're talking about this. I really love that you're talking about this because we here, and, it, and, it, and you know, honestly, I haven't studied every religion on the planet, but I have really studied a number of them. And the one thing I walk away from in every aspect is a couple of words, divine child of God, made in God's image, God-like, right? God is within you. I mean, even the new thought philosophies go into that. Yet, in the world we live in today, we are arguably one of the best, I think, uh, cultures at denying. Right, that that now you got it. Is, <laughs> that, that, no, right. That, that that's on the outside is also within us. Therefore, we are consciously subconsciously and super subconsciously every day are arguing for our limitations right right absolutely you can but that is not what i think we're meant to do right i mean tell us about what happens when we come back from these because i think many of us have had them because all of a sudden we start to do things that nobody expected us to do (laughs) well certainly it's different for different people yeah. Um, in my original research base, which is nearly 4,000 adults and children, it's mm. far greater than that. Now it's closer to 5,000. But anyway, the original one, um, about 21% claimed that, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was more like a dream. It, it, was, it, it was an event that didn't touch them all that much. Everybody else, though... The much larger number um, reported significant changes in their life, many of them to the point of almost becoming a different person. Really, uh, just look at the physical after effects that most people don't even talk about. It's changes in brain, f- brain structure, brain function, changes in the nervous system, changes in the digestive system, um, uh, changes in skin sensitivity. You become more uh, sensitive in lots of different ways, like electrical sensitivity. 
um, changes in the ability to smell and uh, taste, to- uh, texture, um, uh, the barometric, barometric readings. Uh, you just become far more sensitive and you become more intelligent. You know more. So tell me about how we define near-death. Does it literally mean that something has to happen to us and we have to go to the hospital and somebody has to bring us back? Or does it mean we have moments of unconsciousness? And, you know, we have a lot of language for them. We have these TIA things that happen, you know, blackouts that happen. And I'm not talking about because we're smoking dope or something. I'm talking about we just literally were sitting up there one day and the next we're on the floor. Well, it it has to be intense. It, it has to be sort of life-changing in the sense that it's not just a blackout. Uh, it's not just, um, you know, you're seated and you're meditating and, you know, you have this incredible meditation. It's far more than that. Um, we can't. We used to say in the be- beginning that you have to have died um, clinically and then pronounced dead and then revived. We now know that that's not necessary to have the full-blown experience. So you can be near death, um, someone who almost died, um, sometimes it's called a fear death where, you know, um, you were just sure you were going to die and you didn't. Um, and, and even some of these intense transformations of consciousness uh, will produce these same kind of after effects. And, and again, that's how you tell. It's the after effects. Uh, it's not just the event although the event is important, but it's the after effects from that event. That then tells researchers like me that you really did go over the hump in the sense of you went past uh, what we, how we function as a normal human being and life in general. You went past that. You went deeper into consciousness, subconscious, superconscious. You went way out there. And by the way, these are not necessarily easy to handle. In fact, most of them are not. Uh, most people seem to for- forget that, mm-hmm. n- that um, most uh, near-death experiences come from violence or trauma. Uh-huh. So you've got a body to rebuild afterward. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're talking a major change here. All right, let's take a short break and we come back. What are some of the experiences you all have? 1-800-930-2819. You've got to have like a million questions about this because I know I do. 1-800-930-2819. First person gets on air with a question. We will give you a copy of the book. What would you like to know about this? How do you know that you've had one? Is there a way for you to tell? And what does it mean to you? 1-800-930-2819. We will be right back. 
Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, and extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled experience. Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu Jihan. This hit show delivers profound experiences for all who want to live life to their deepest desires. Tune in monthly for Mystic Living Radio. Learn more by visiting vitaltransformation.org. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. Have you ever said to a friend, I am trying to be less stressed, I am hoping to meet someone special, or how about I am working on getting a job I love? Hi, I'm Eve from Elite Tarot, host of the weekly show, Mainstream Metaphysics Radio. Words like hoping, wanting, and trying may seem innocent, however, they carry with them emotional weight that actually blocks energy. Next time you start to say these words, say instead, I am becoming less stressed. I am looking forward to meeting someone special. I am pursuing a job I love. While your brain may resist, note how your body physically feels as possibility of success suddenly appears. As an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader, I work with clients worldwide on using energy effectively to embrace joy. If you'd like to schedule a session, please visit my website at elitetarot.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-T-A-R-O-T.com. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. What, you know, oh my gosh, someday we're going to have to figure out how to record the break conversations because I've got Dr. Atwater joining me here today. If you want to find out more about Dr. Atwater, her work, PMH at water.com. We want to give a copy of a manual for developing humans away right now. Let's do this. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We're also taking your questions. So for those of you that are listening on the radio and you would like to call in with your questions, please do. 
1-800-930-2819. Or if you're on the website or your phone at the Dr. Pat Show or Transformation Talk Radio, you're going to be able to see that you can type a question in there. The question I had for Dr. Atwater is, I've had a couple of experiences happen to me in my life where after they happened, people would say to me, I th- we think you lost your mind, Pat. We think that whatever that thing was that happened to you uh, affected you. And I said, I was asking you, Dr. Atwater, I don't know if it affected me. I don't know. And one experience is I was sitting up is like I'm talking to you. And, and then I was out cold. And the next thing I know, I was getting loaded into a stretcher. So can you tell us about the different aspects of this and, and how people can figure it out? I was able to isolate four um, distinct types of near-death experiences. The first one I call the initial experience. And it's something very similar to what happened to you. Um, sometimes it's just an out-of-body experience. Sometimes it's a friendly voice. Sometimes it's a loving nothingness. Um, just just depends on the individual, but it's it's usually quick. Doesn't last that long, but but there are very definitive changes that occur afterward. Children have a lot of these, even babies. Um, the other one is the um, hell-like experience or the very unpleasant or frightening experience. Um, in my research base, one out of seven had this type where you were in, uh, you were either lost, you were in an isolated place where, uh, where there was no greenery, nothing, people wore no clothes, you felt abandoned, or you might be out in the sky somewhere, or you're in some kind of vortex or uh, spinning hole of some kind fighting to get out. Uh, Most of us are acquainted with a more heaven-like or pleasant experience, yet not even half of the people in my research base had that. About 48, you know, that's close to half, but mm-hmm. not quite half. Um, you know, most of us know about that. Uh, we know all about it, thanks to, uh, to the press, thanks to television and the books and that kind of thing. Then I, uh, I, I isolated the uh, fourth type, which is the transcendent ex- experience. Usually these are long and complex. They very seldom are personal, very seldom have much to do with you as a person, rather you as a change maker. That is to say, they usually have to do with history or something that needs to be done on earth, uh, some kind of of mission that uh, um, you are about to get. And so it's, it's, you know, it's usually the biggie. The ones with the life reviews are the unpleasant experiences or the, or the pleasant one. That's where you find that. Um, the four major elements that are in near-death experiences, um, certainly the out-of-body experience, 
easily 65% of the people will have that. Um, the a light, that incredibly bright light, uh, adults will say it's, um, uh, it feels like it's brighter than 10,000 suns. Instantly you're fried, but there's no pain. Mm. Um, so that uh, the light knows you, it knows all about you, you can converse with it. And then uh, the greeter of some kind, uh, that's the, the third most common, uh, being met maybe by a loved one who's died and gone on before, maybe a pet. There's a lot of animals in these experiences, um, even birds. Children have a lot of birds, but so do adults. Um, uh, but sometimes they're met by a, a religious figure, sometimes a light being, sometimes an angel. It's different. Certainly it's different in different cultures. Um, and then uh, the life review, that's the fourth one, uh, main uh, component of a near-death scenario. Um, and, and that can be very brief. Or it can be long and complex. Sometimes you're reliving uh, everything you ever thought about, did, or uh, 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 in elements in your life from birth to death. Sometimes it's from death to birth. It can go in reverse. Some people go to this incredible building or palace where there is the Akashic Records, that is to say a, a b- book, that has all of, uh, you know, your life in it. Uh, with some people, that big hall or palace will have lots and lots of shelves all the way around and filled with TV sets. They're all on, and they're tuned to different aspects of their life, and you can choose which one you want to enter. Um, some people, the life just flashes by. With other people, it's very long and complex. Um, notice I didn't say anything about a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not that many tunnels. Tunnels, um, I would say less than a third of the accounts, maybe even less than that, worldwide have tunnels. And in fact, in most places on planet Earth, people don't report tunnels at all. Um, where we get that, uh, you know, some people do, certainly, some adults, some children where we get the idea of tunnels is from the media. The media sensationalizing Raymond Moody's first book. And that's where we got all this business of tunnel, tunnel, tunnel. Oh, By the I way, see. the media is very busy creating all kinds of um, um, ideas and symbols about the near-death experience that simply are not true. The tunnel is one of them. The other one is the idea that you have to be in a hospital and plugged up to all this machinery and there's doctors and nurses present. No. About about 12 to 21% of the cases come from that. Most of them come from drownings. They come from uh, various kinds of emergencies out in the field. Um, there's different, um, uh, you know, Different places, um, different kinds of events. But, you know, we get this idea of the near-death experience, what the near-death experience is, from the media, not from facts. 
Right, right. And, and we then put that into our consciousness as as is. Yeah, but your the light at the end of the tunnel really kind of thing. Yeah, your research takes a different perspective on it. Tell us a little bit about how you went about your research. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm a cop's kid raised in a police station. Yeah. So that's what I used. I used police investigative techniques as my protocol. It's very thorough. It's mm-hmm. much more thorough than, than the so-called scientific protocol. Oh, and yeah. it's much deeper. Yeah. Um, it's unbiased. You know, you're not going to get that with the scientific protocol. Uh, but you do get it if you use those kind of techniques because you're not putting words in people's mouths. Right. All That's so li- important not to yeah. do that. Well, yeah. let, let's say there's a given accident and there's four witnesses. All a police officer can do is go up to the witness and say, did you see anything? If the witness says car... Or if the witness is a crash or something like that, then and then only can the police officer use that word. But so, what is it that we do? And let me just talk. Let's take a short break and we come back. Um, I would love for you in the time we have to talk about, okay, now this thing happened. Now what? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. You won the lottery and died the next day. It's a black fly in your Chardonnay. It's a death row pardon. Are you stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, and low self-esteem? Do you crave a life of inspiration, love, self-acceptance, and fun? Sounds like you're on the verge, on the verge to your next big thing. Join Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio, helping you use your breakdown for a breakthrough, overcome life's greatest challenges, and live the life you want and deserve. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio or visit seattlehealinghypnosis.com for more information. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. The goal for the Art of Powerful Living Radio is to inspire every human to live lives that are rich, fulfilling, on purpose, and fun. This hit show with Robert Schoenfeld is a fresh approach to boldly living our lives with creativity, courage, patience, wisdom, love, and power. Join Robert every month with Dr. Pat Basili for the Art of Powerful Living Radio. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge 
and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Gifted intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Sarah Luce, brings her unique style to the hit show, Small Steps, Big Breakthrough Radio, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month as Sarah turns reality on end and shows us how to experience expansive results with simple yet powerful steps. Expect an enlightening bend on what you currently believe is possible. For show details and upcoming topics, visit SarahLoose.com. That's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S.com. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat and, you know, Dr. Atwater joining me here today. And one more time, Dr. Atwater, there's a lot of information on your website. Please let folks know how they can learn more about you and how they can, you know, spend more time finding about out about their own personal experience or perhaps some a loved one. Sure. Uh, certainly. www.pmhatwater.com. When you get on the, the home page, if you're an experiencer or you think you might be or might know someone who might be, get into NDE After Effects. Again, that's like, like first aid that helps you to realize you're not crazy, that these are the normal things that occur. Mm-hmm. And the, the first two things is, um, uh, that I tell everyone uh, – a newcomer especially, is relearn how to think and how to talk. That's number one. Relearn how to think and how to speak. And in the manual, a manual for the developing humans, the first mm-hmm. part of the manual is to relearn how to think and how to speak. And it gives you the, that in the manual. In fact, the manual is just filled with all kinds of wonderful tips. It's like, how many people realize that the six weeks before your birthday is the, mo- is the weakest year you'll ever be that year? The mm. six weeks after your birthday are, are the strongest you will ever be that year. And six months from your birthday is when you have most of your, your challenges. And that's just wearing a human body in the earth plane. Oh, it has I nothing see. to do with how you think. And that's what the manual is filled with, is, you know, how to be a human being. We don't learn. We don't know. And it's all in there, uh, including how to take <laughs> uh, acupressure facelifts, make mm-hmm. yourself younger and more beautiful. It's all yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I think that we can do a lot of that, you know, in order to um, look Simple, at our lives in a things. different way, simple, yes. easy way. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we were talking about, okay, now what? Where do I go from here? I, I was telling you that in my case, the actions that I took, they were swift, they were concise, and, uh, and off I went. And I never questioned it. But that doesn't mean the people around me didn't. My so, dear, most people who have an experience like this and come back with that sense of mission. Mm, that's uh, it. That is to say they have a specific mission. That's uh, it. I, I learned from Ken Ring that very few of them are able to uh, able to do it. Very few of them are able to do it. Hmm. Uh, most of us come back with that sense of I've got a job to do. Most people uh, are able to do that because maybe it's something to do with their family. Maybe it's something to do with them. Um, maybe it's a specific job that they're able to, um, um, that they must do or, or should do. They're able to carry that one off. But the big missions, like I had, I was able to do mine. But I was able to do mine because I was one-centered, one-pointed, and nobody was going to stop me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of found the same thing. Um, you, you know, I think for me, when I started to doubt myself, that's when my body uh, all of a sudden came down with a mystery disease. That was, you know, six months later. I all of a sudden have this body. Now it doesn't work anymore. But, you know, let's talk about this. There are many, many ways that people might experience this. Can you can you just give us a few ideas what people might do? Well, certainly, uh, it can come in in church. Mm-hmm. The idea of baptism of the Holy Spirit; those oh, yeah. can be very intense situations that people go through. Um, it can be a numinous experience, a mountaintop experience, uh, a shamanic vision quest. Um, there are I lots of different ways to get turned around in, in your life, in your thinking, in your world, to turn around your body. Uh, and it, it can even, hey, hold on here a minute, it can even happen to babies. It can even happen to uh, tiny ones in the process of being born. In my book, um, The New Children and Near-Death Experiences, the frontispiece was written by John Leona. John Leona had his near-death experience inside his mother's vagina as he was being born. He never forgot it. He drew pictures of it, of it that are in the book, by the way. And the current research that I'm doing now is on those experiencers who believe they had something like this happen between womb and the age of five. I'm going after the tiny ones now because I've noticed something very different about them, their after effects, and how they handle it. And I want more data. So I think I know what's going on, but I want more data. So that's what I'm doing now um, on top of letting everybody know about the manual. Um, The manual... Dear is the most important book I have ever written. Right now, humankind 
is so mixed up, and it's because they've forgotten who they are. The greatest commandment of all is know thyself, love thyself. You're going to know yourself and love yourself getting through this manual. You're going to find out who you are, why you are, and, and, and how, how to handle it, how to do it in simple, exciting, and wonderful ways. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, I know that this is a message that helps uh, folks understand uh, in, in ways that we as humans want to understand. You know, not everybody says, you know what, I'm just going to live my life because now things are happening. I can just put one foot in front of the other. Sometimes it's hard to put one foot in front of the other without an understanding and an understanding like you provide. Thank you so much for today. One last question. One more time, website, how can folks find out more about <laughs> you? www.pmhatwater.com. I also produce a free monthly newsletter, sign up. And the newsletter is for the curious. And, um, you know, I'm a curious person. I hope everybody else is. And lots of books, the 15, um, now 16 books I've written. You betcha. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Ah, the most common phrase near-death experiencers say afterward is always there is life. Mm. That means there's no before life. There's no now life. There is no afterlife. What it means is We have always existed, we exist now, and we always will exist. Wow, thank you so very much. Hey everybody, another hour on Transformation Talk Radio. We'll see you then. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.